0: We are at podcast 75. So, you know, I didn't reach my target this year, but hey, ho, that's OK. Um, things got in the way and life got in the way of me recording podcasts. But what I will say is, guys, you know, I always said it um, that since I took a break the last twelve weeks from actually recording podcasts, that 2022 will be my year where I'll have systems in place. I'll have more help with my business, um, with a team that I'll be able to have more headspace to be creative with my podcast. And hey ho, it's already happening. The systems are getting so much easier that I've created in the background. Um, I have my instructors. I have Ashling, who is brilliant. As we drew out a plan for two thousand twenty-two, so you know what, this is actually really good because it's a it's a perfect example that if your head is full and you're always thinking about. You know, oh, I'm not healthy enough. I'm not fit enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not muscly enough. I'm not this enough. And the, it always comes down to not feeling good enough, you know. And for me, my headspace was taken up because I was literally the solo person for the business for a long time, building it from the ground up because obviously it was a cheaper way to do it and it was more cost effective um, for me um, to keep the cost down while I was building it so then I could start branching out to having a little team around me. And lo and behold, I'm getting a little bit more headspace all of the time, which means that I can be more creative with my podcast. We're coming up with new ideas for the business. And this is the same, guys. If you if your goal and your goal for the for the last few years has always been getting fit and healthy, seek out the people that are going to help you. Because the minute I found this lady a few weeks ago, Ashling, she's actually my brother's, uh, she works for my brother in his marketing team. And um, he said, look, she said that she'd love to give you a hand. And I said, great, because I obviously need it. And even just having her there in the background is just like my little safety net to go, oh, I can breathe. There's somebody else there. So if your goal and has been down through the years to get fit and healthy, lose weight and finally tackle your shit, even having someone there is such a comforting thing to know that I can rely on someone, not rely on someone, but... There's someone there that I can talk to if I need them to help me move forward or to come up with a little bit of a plan. So this is what I would say. If weight or getting fit and healthy or whatever, changing your mindset and healing your relationship, food is your thing. Um, you should definitely get onto my eight week course. It's starting the 10th of January. I will leave the link under this podcast and go for it because if you get the same feeling, which you will like I did by having Aisling there as my support team. And it's not as if I speak to her all the time, but just it's having her there and putting a few systems in place has just freed up so much more headspace so I can actually think. And you know, I was making a big job out of a small job, but when you get someone to to help you and guide you along, it makes that small, that big job seem so much smaller and so much more easier and manageable. So that's what it feels like to have someone help you along in the journey. So what I would uh, encourage you to do is, um, Go get the help that you need for 2022 to help change your mindset and your physical and your mental health as well. So, guys, without further ado, let's get into this week's podcast. Right, guys, I was going live on Instagram because, you know, it's all about getting your face out there and getting your message out there and all that jazz. So I was kind of updating Instagram quite a lot with some actually really good videos. So what I decided to do was pull the audio from my Instagram videos cuz not everybody is on Instagram. So at least it's easier to listen to my rambles um while you're in the car or on your walk through a podcast and you can rec- um, you can go back or forward or whatever. So what I've decided to do was take my best bits from my Instagram lives between now and the end of the year and um, upload them here. So the first one I'm going to begin with is Breaking Cycles because I actually really liked that one myself. (laughs) As I was talking, I was like, God, I really needed to hear that myself. So generally, guys, anyone that's been following me for a long time, and I do say my journey because I'm always, I'm not on a journey to perfectionism because I know what that means. And I know perfectionism it, it doesn't exist. But I am always seeking more peace, grounding and just happy. And I definitely am happier. Um Definitely am happier. Um Happier now than I've ever been all of my life. Happier now than I've ever been all of my life, even though the fact that um I owned my own house with my ex husband at 24 and I thought that was happy. It wasn't. It was just and then another tick off a list. So I'm not talking about ticks off list. I'm not talking about material stuff. I'm not talking about all that jazz. I'm talking about actually inner happy. And I do believe the reason I'm just so happy in my own skin, Don't I get, and I have to be very careful what I say to my mindset because I'm so happy in my own skin. I'm like, God, I just... I really enjoy my own company and different things like that, but I can't be doing that all my life either because obviously um, it would be nice to find someone to actually hang out with for the rest of my life. um. But for now, I am really happy in my own skin, which is deadly. um. But I don't want to get too comfortable because, you know, it'd be nice to share it with someone down the line. So you have to be very careful what you say to yourself as well, even though you're happy. Is there something else, you know, but I suppose the whole thing is, if you are single listening to this, um, or because I know a lot of my followers have went through breakup separation and different things like that because I suppose I'm more relatable to them. Um, you should be with someone that complements who you already are. You shouldn't be seeking for someone to make you whole or complete. Does that make sense? Sorry, my cat was noisy in there. I was like, is that a mouse? Because <laughs> if you've also been following me on Instagram... I'm only this is my first winter in the house that I'm in now and um, I had a little bit one or two mice sneaking in so I thought that was a mouse it's actually my cat so however if you are and listening to this Christmas can be a bit of a weird shitty time especially if you're feeling a bit lonely but when you start getting really really comfortable with yourself and your own company and your own skin and actually do things you actually love you won't be lonely. And I know that that sounds really strange, but you shouldn't be seeking someone to complete you. That's no, no way. Yes, someone to have the piece of jigsaw that complements you of who you already are, but they shouldn't be there to change you or make you a better person is what I'm trying to say. So I would suggest get really comfortable in your own skin first. And then, um my two cats are fighting here. And then um the person will just come along when you're really happy. Um, Now, what I will say is, If you are in a relationship and you're not happy because I've also been there as well. You know, try not to get caught up in the argument with your partner or your family this Christmas, try not get caught up in the cycle, in the repetitive emotional cycle, because you will just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And that's the definition of crazy. And you'll get caught in the same cycle, the arguments, the turkey arguments, the waking up in the morning at Christmas dinner, Christmas morning arguments, the who's putting out the rubbish, who's tidying up after the kids, who's doing this, who's doing that. Oh, my God, I'm exhausted even talking about it. Um, And we're not going to your side of the family this year. We're going to my side of the family. Oh, my God, will you just do you? And do what makes you happy, even if it means do what makes each individual person happy and come to a compromise. Life's too short for that shit, like way too short for that shit. So before you go into Christmas, kind of reassess what didn't work last year emotionally and think of things logically. Well, what can we do this year that we're all happy and don't be people pleasing people just to try separate yourself into 40,000 pieces for Christmas to try and make everybody happy? No. So what I would say is, if you listen to this, what, what makes me more grounded or more in control of Christmas, I get up and I go for just a mindful walk outside just to reset and get away from the hustle and the bustle of the madness of the house and come back in and I'm a different person. And am delighted with myself. That's one simple thing that I can do every day that makes me a better person is to get out in nature, even if I'm at work because I'm working from home. If I'm working all day from home, I will make a point of doing my post office run before nine o'clock or before eight o'clock if I can. And so I'm consciously leaving the house as if I was going to work and coming back again. And just those simple little things make a huge difference to your day, you know. Um, so without further ado, guys, let's get into uh, the podcast, how to um, recognise habits and how to start breaking them, these cycles. Um, and I hope you enjoy it. And we'll talk to you at the other side. Breaking cycles. I think this is very relevant. I actually can't prepare today. I think this is very relevant coming into this time of year because we can all fall into cycles or habits that just don't serve us anymore based on habits that maybe we developed over the years to get us out of sticky family situations and stuff like that. Um, But it's possible to break them. So I'm going to just cover five points today. Um, it's going to be recognizing the habit and the pattern, number one. Number two, how to empower yourself because and be accountable because generally when we're caught in a cycle and putting the blame game on somebody else, we're disempowering ourselves. And so number two is how to empower yourself to break the cycle. Number three is what emotions are underlining within the cycle to recognize because generally, generally a cycle and habit is powered by an underlining emotion. And generally that's not feeling good enough and I'll go through that and give you examples as well. Real life examples. Um, what is the lesson that when you do recognize your cycle um, that you're always on? What is the lesson within it? And then the other one is what's the different choice because you always need a different choice. Um, so first of all Habits are generally, um, habits are generally started by, a um, a series of habits are generally started by a main trigger habit first. So what do I mean by that? There's always a trigger. And if we can recognize our triggers, um, and that's living consciously, which is really hard, especially when you're busy. So that's why I would suggest to people, this live is actually gonna be six minutes, by the way, for anyone that's watching it, so bear with me. Um, There's always a, um, a main trigger. And then that leads to a series of habits. So let me give you an example. Someone asked me sorry tonight why don't you drink? I said, because drink for me is the gateway to other unhealthy habits. And oh, what do you mean by that? I said, well, if I drink, um, if I drink alcohol, that could lead that if I'm in a different if I'm in a certain scene, that could lead to drug taking. Drug taking could lead to 12 uh, 24 hours of not sleeping. 24 hours of not sleeping can lead to me um, not wanting to show up for my work, not wanting to show up for myself, not wanting to show up for my family. So for me, drink was the gateway to other unhealthy habits, especially now that my kids are older, I'm getting more free time. The last thing I want to do is go back to my 20s or back to my early teens or late teens. Simple as that. I had to make a choice. So, um... The drink had to go. So that was one of the reasons, but one of the other reasons was obviously I want to live as long as I can, have the second half of my life good. But anyway, there's always a trigger. So what do I mean by a trigger? Let's go through the number one first because I'm getting lost. This is why I wrote them down. See, can't prepare today. So recognize your patterns, okay? And um, You can complain about the same thing over and over again as if it's the first time it ever happened. So let me give you an example. Oh, my husband doesn't love me. Um, I can't believe I'm in this marriage. It's all the kid's fault. It's not the kid's fault. Now, I'm giving you real examples from things I've heard lately. Um, it's not the kid's fault. You know, you, it's, yours. this was said to me as if it was the first time ever been said, he doesn't love me. I have to look elsewhere. Um, it's the kid's fault. Because with the kids, we lost each other. It's not the kid's fault. It's both of the people's fault. It's the husband and the wife's fault that they just decided that they weren't going to put effort into, each, into the relationship. It wasn't the kids fault. It wasn't. It was their own fault. They both decided that they weren't going to put effort into it. So they both put their energy into other things and not themselves, into the kids, into their jobs, into their friends, into their social life and not to themselves. So recognize the pattern. It just free flowed out of people's mouth as in, oh, our marriage is broken down. They don't love me. Oh, I'm just unhealthy. Um, Another one could be is recognising patterns that you give up your healthy habits for the whole month of December. Recognising that first is key um, and that you're falling into the January pattern again of being sucked into the diet culture of God, I have to go on a diet, have to join the gym. That is bloody, that's an old story. Um, and I, like, I used to hate January working in gyms. I used to love February. I used to hate January because you'd get all the people in who worked on their good habits for January, February, March, all the way up to the summer, came back again in September and put all this effort into themselves, took the whole month of December off and drinking the shite out of it and just doing things that didn't suit them and came back in January and just hated themselves. I hated January in the gym. Um, so, like, why... Why? Tell a different story. Keep your good habits going right up until Christmas Eve. And even Christmas Eve, get out for a walk. Even Christmas Day, get out for a walk. Do the things that make you feel good. That one trigger habit of getting up in the morning and owning your morning can lead to a series of good, healthy habits for the rest of the day. Recognizing the pattern that if if you miss your morning routine and the first meal is kind of shit, well then the next meal is going to be shit and the next meal is going to be shit. Not only from a a sugar and a processed food point of view that the mind wants more of that shit. So if you start off eating shit, you're going to be guaranteed, you're going to be craving shit for the day. I should say shiz, but you know, this is live and this is my personality. So let's not sugarcoat things. (laughs) It's who I am. Um, So recognising the pattern is key. And generally, people complain with the same intensity as if it's the first time they encountered it. So it's recognizing that you're saying things. And um, sometimes you're the person with the same complaints you had for 10 years. Um, do these things sound familiar to you? Um, why does um, some examples is, why does this always happen to me? People always treat me this way. I never get to whatever. My husband doesn't love me my kids are the triple, are the are the blame for me and my husband's marriage breaking down it's not <laughs> take responsibility it's you and your husband's fault not the kid's fault And um, as soon as you hear yourself say certain things now this is how you're going to fix it as soon as you hear yourself say certain phrases that you're basically pressing play in the same film and you're like here i am saying this shit again this should be your trigger to check your current situation. Um, because you're just about to repeat a cycle. Don't blindly follow your well-worn path, recognize and make consciously, recognize it and consciously break it. So what do I mean by that is, you have to really live consciously, especially over the Christmas period, because we can generally repeat cycles, as in drinking um, drinking at breakfast time with the family. That's your family's habit, not your habit. And if that drinking at breakfast time at dinner leads to a whole day of host of unhealthy habits, of you getting caught in situations and scenarios that you don't want to be caught in, maybe push out the alcohol until after dinner. Um, that could be the first choice, but recognising that. So the minute you catch yourself repeating a story, because it is a story we're telling ourselves, stop. What's your environment? What environment are you in? Because that environment could be your trigger. To repeat that story. So what environment are you in? Are you going to your in-laws and your in-laws don't make you feel good enough? Because it always comes back to not feeling good enough. It always does. If you're going to your in-laws and your in-laws don't make you feel good enough because your husband don't makes you feel good enough or your wife doesn't make you feel good enough, maybe they learned that pattern from their parents. So how about you empower yourself within that situation? And sit there, and you be the bigger person. Do, um you you just be you, because you can't you can't change, you can't you can change who you are for the better. But you maybe just sit back and look at the the dynamics that's going on. How does his father treat his mother? And sit back and look at that dynamic and go, well, he, monkey see monkey do?" He learned that behavior from his parents. So unless he recognizes that, he's not going to change and um, but if you recognize it you can start changing within it and realize it's actually not you that's the problem it's learned behavior husband learned from his mother or father and he doesn't know any better but he should but it's up to him to start recognizing that pattern to change um, but for for you as a woman what i would do is i would start empowering yourself with the knowledge to go well This is learned behavior from him, and I'm not gonna get sucked in, and I'm not gonna be his mother within the situation. Take the power back. You do what makes you feel good. Maybe it's getting up in the morning and going for a walk before you go to your in-laws house. Maybe it's not drinking at your in-laws house because maybe drinking leads you to different behavior that kind of feeds your husband's behavior. Look at her, how can I live with her? She's getting locked. But you're getting locked because you don't feel good enough within the situation. Well, why don't you hold back on the drink, especially if the drink is making you behave a certain way because you don't feel good enough. Hold back on the drink just for one year and just be yourself and let them do their thing. And at least you can wake up in the morning and go, well, at least I did me. I didn't let drink um take control of a different behavior. So it fed into their behavior. Do you get me? So you can get up in the morning and be you, and let them all have hangovers and let them all feel shit about themselves. (laughs) Simple as that. The next one is be accountable. This is number two. Um. So this is about breaking habits. So number one is recognizing the pattern, recognizing the story, recognizing the behavior, recognizing the environment and the dynamic and the trigger. Number two is be accountable to yourself, and bear with me for this one. You disempower yourself by not taking back control. By not taking responsibility you're actually disempowering yourself so in order for you to take back your power because it's all about taking back power in order for you to do that it's recognizing the triggers and recognizing the cycles and accepting responsibility for the situation and um, only when you do this you can make empowering choices it's like me on saturday night um like you know, it's such a good night, right? But because I, I I don't drink now, I was dancing for hours and I had such a good time, right? But if I was drinking, it could have been a whole different outcome, a whole different story I would be telling on a Monday morning. So I was empowered to get up dancing sober and have a brilliant night. I was empowered to stay going all night into the early hours, um, free fun, as in free fun, as in no bullshit. Um, and it was great, where if I was drinking, I probably would have been telling a different story. Um, so I was able to take my power back, um, which was brilliant. But to continue to blame something or someone outside of yourself holds you captive. I'm going to give you examples. I'll say that again. To continue blame, someone or something outside of yourself holds you captive. I'm sure it's Christmas. Everybody drinks in the morning at Christmas. Everybody drinks in a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at Christmas. You're blaming Christmas. You're disempowering yourself to not do your your daily habits that make you feel good. But sure, he doesn't love me. But sure, his family are a load of shites. Um, you know, you're disempowering yourself. You're telling the same story over and over again and getting the same outcome. So you may not directly be responsible for a situation in which you find yourself in. But you are 100% responsible for what you choose to do from that point onwards. So you are 100%, I can't even pronounce it, 100%, oh my God, I do not want to try and say, percent responsible for what you do when you recognize you're repeating a pattern or a cycle. It's up to you to change it then after that. Um, so you're disempowering yourself by blaming others situations and just the blame game. It's not my fault. It's Christmas time. Um, you know, we all do this. Keep your good habits going, especially the ones that keep you good every day or makes you feel good every day. What time is it? Oh, we're gone way over. And number three is we're nearly finished. What's the underlying emotion? There's always an underlying emotion and when you get triggered and you start repeating this an old story that just doesn't serve you anymore. So what's the underlying emotion? And I can tell you now, it always comes back to not feeling good enough. And when you don't feel good enough, shit sticks to shit. You start hanging around with people that don't make you feel good enough. So they're feeding that that emotion, the underlying emotion. You marry a man that doesn't make you feel good enough because you're basically marrying your father, especially if your parents didn't have a good relationship. You're basically marrying your father. You married your father in the hopes that he would, in the hopes that he would make you feel good enough and you would get the love and uh, respect that you deserve. And generally you hang around with people that don't make you feel good enough and they're feeding that story all of the time. They may be treating you like shit, you know. So it's up to you to recognize that and slowly break away from it with the thoughts and the images that you say in your head. Let me give you an example. So um, on Saturday night, obviously I was sober, um, I didn't prepare myself well enough going into the situation because it was in, it was the first, it's my first Christmas not drinking. So I actually didn't prepare myself going into the social event because I walked in the door, handed the COVID search, did all that crack and it seems like, oh, would you like a drink? And I was like, oh, I don't drink like in Egypt, because I didn't prepare myself on how I would handle this situation, where because I was so busy getting ready, where if I had a chat with myself beforehand, I would have came up with a better storyline to tell people about not drinking, as in, oh, can I just have, I should have, what I should have prepared myself was, can I just have XY instead? Oh, I don't drink. And then I got off flumbled, and I was like, oh, I'll have a mulled wine. (laughs) So I had a mulled wine anyway, which is still alcohol, but that's my non-negotiable for every year, is my mulled wine. But, the other story I didn't prepare myself for was, I love dancing. So what was what was I going to do when it came to dancing? What story was I going to tell myself? Because it was a small crowd there. So I sat there for a while going, I really want to get up dancing. But the old story came in going, but you're sober. Everyone's going to look at you. Everyone's going to think that you're just putting, you know, that you just want to be, I don't know, you just want to kind of steal the show. Do you know that kind of way? Because I love dancing. So this was a story I was telling myself, I said, I can't get up dancing, can't get up dancing, everyone's looking at you, everyone's going to think you're showy off. This is a story I was telling myself until I sat down and had a chat with myself at the table, really quietly and go, cop on, like seriously, you love dancing. Don't let what, other, what you think of what other people might think about you hold you back. So I got up straight away and went dancing, that was it, I was dancing for hours. <laughs> I had such a good time. So it's the story we tell ourselves as well. So don't disempower yourself by what other people might think about you. What's the underlying emotion is not feeling good enough because people may have made you feel not, not feel good enough in the past. So for me, because I was, always felt like I wasn't good enough, how can I get up there? And people think I'm showy off. I'm not good enough to be up there. Yes, I was. <laughs> so I had to have a chat with myself sitting down at the table. Um... So when you figure out what cycle you're repeating and what habit you're repeating and what underlying emotion may be there for you to repeat that cycle, what's the lessons to be learned? Because most of the time we're in autopilot, and it's learned behaviors from a trigger that we keep on repeating and repeating and repeating either from when we're a kid up or a, situ- or a situation from years ago up. Um, so what's the lesson to be learned? More often than not, we repeat cycles because we repeat the choices we've met in the past. Much of our behaviour is automated, which means we tend to react to situations instead of thoughtfully responding to them. So I'll say that again, which means we react to situations instead of thoughtfully responding to them. Like me, sorry tonight. I should have thought about what I was going to say about not drinking, what I was going to order for instead of the alcohol, um, what way I was going to behave to my to getting up dancing. I should have thoughtfully set out my intentions beforehand, but I got so caught up in the busy and getting ready and picking up the girls that I forgot to do that. So you need to thoughtfully plan out your Christmas as if it's a film already played out. So when you come across this scenario on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve and habits you don't want to repeat, you've them already thoughtfully planned out in your head and you know exactly what you're gonna do. Um, so I'm going to leave it on this: Your tomorrows don't have to look like your yesterdays, so your tomorrows don't have to look like your yesterdays. With concentrated effort, you can break the spell of redundancy, so you can break the spell of recycles, of um, cycles. Life is waiting to present you with countless possibilities, and um, if that is your desire, liberate yourself. So you have to have a desire to change. You have to have a want to change. You have to have a desire to break the cycles. But what I would say is your tomorrows don't have to look like your yesterdays. This Christmas and this December doesn't have to look like last year's December. So start breaking the cycles now. Keep going with your good daily habits that make you feel good. Don't stop them just because it's Christmas. Like I walk Christmas Day, I walk Christmas Eve, I do things Stephen's Day because they make me feel good and they break me away from certain family situations I just don't want to be around. Certain situations with friends I just don't want to be around um, because it. I don't want to be caught in that repetitive cycle of just doing the same thing and getting the same outcome. No. This year, I made a conscious decision that I was breaking away from all cycles that were making me feel like shit and making me feel stuck, not only in my life, but in my personal life, in my family life, and in my business. And that was uh, reducing alcohol to the point I stopped it, reducing sugar, of reducing my excuses, breaking away from people that don't make me feel good enough. But the most important thing I changed was in between my two ears. I changed my thoughts, thought pattern about myself and how I made w- myself not feel good enough. And I started to empower myself with words and images in my head that do make me feel good enough. And that was, yes, I am good enough. I am strong. I am healthy. I am doing this. I am pretty enough. I am healthy enough. And this is what I always say to myself. And before you know it, your external and your exterior self starts to match the internal chat. And it really does happen and it really does work. So in order to break cycles, you need to first recognize the pattern, be accountable to yourself and empower yourself to break the cycle. What's the underlying emotion? And it's generally not feeling good enough. Um, And generally people and environments make you not feel good enough. And the other one is what's the lesson to be taken from it? And make a different choice. Because we always have a choice and we love choices. So that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this live today next week I'll see you Monday because that's it because it's Christmas week then um so let this Christmas be a different story to last Christmas and that's you living consciously to recognize the habits that you're repeating to break them my dog's trying to get in here so I better go I hope you enjoyed the podcast this week it was again it was um audio and content that I already had that I said I'll put it up here on my podcast which I will do because um I have I think it's a three-part um emotional eating series is what I have so I'm going to download that audio and uh, stick it up here and what I might do is I might just stick them up um The three days before christmas just kind of recognize your emotional eating as well so that's there as well so you have me in your ears um as well so um i hope you enjoyed this week's podcast feel free to share um sharing is caring um i'm back guys so you know if you love this podcast drop me a review reviews help other people find me on the platform because it's flooded guys it's like throwing a stone into the ocean. These Instagrams and these podcasts and these everything. And um, so for people to find the podcast, um, it's always good to leave a review and share because then it'll come up in the ranking of going, oh, who's this leaving, um, leaving a review? It must be an okay podcast. <laughs> so if you think someone else needs to listen to this, feel free to share it on to them, guys. And um, until the next podcast, stay safe and we'll chat to you then.